Hello, everyone. I'm Chris White. And I'm Stevens Brown. And we are from Tap Pest Control Installation. Thank you again for downloading our podcast, and we're glad you took some time to listen to us. Hey, Stevens, I just got back uh, from a trip in Wisconsin to a place called uh, Economowoc. Wow. Well, but I don't know. Is it Economowoc or is it Economowoc? Have you ever heard of it? No, it's it's a definite new one for me. Yeah, see, I think a lot of times you get these towns, right? I think every state has them, yeah. you know, where you're not sure how to pronounce the, the the word. And everybody from somewhere else, they always just, you know, say it differently. But when I was there, I was trying to figure out, like, how to say it. So I went and I was at a restaurant, mm-hmm. and, I, and I'm like, hey, can you tell me, like, say it slowly where we are right now? And the lady looks at me kind of puzzled and, and says real slowly, McDonald's. <laughs> oh man, oh, I love people good. in Wisconsin, man. I love them. I, I uh, I'll be honest. I thought you were being serious. I was like, oh yeah, one of my favorite mountain towns in in Georgia is is, uh, is Dahlonega, but people say it Dahlonega if I'm not from around here, and it cracks me up. But <laughs> I didn't know you yeah, were this into a joke. <laughs> every town does have them. Down in Connecticut, there's uh, Pequannock. Looks it looks like Pequannock. Everybody has those. Uh, Got to love the Indian names around New England. But oh yeah, awesome. Anyway, hey, um, what are we doing today? Yeah, no, today. So we, we got a kind of a different topic today, but but it's it's a neat one. Today we're going to talk about using tap for repeat business. So you know, a lot of people think you know on the surface it appears that you know once tap is installed, you know you, you don't have to worry about it any any longer. And and that, and that's true, but because it does have you know the lifetime warranty and everything, but but let's I want to think about it from a different angle. You know, let's get more creative with it, and 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 how can it be used to get repeat business? Yeah, you know, I that's a great thing, and I and I first heard this, you know, I about three years ago when I first started with Tap, I somebody asked me about that, and I actually looked at it as. Oh, you don't have to. There's no repeat business. You do it once and you're done. And that, you know, that actually wasn't the answer anybody wanted to hear. They wanted to know how can we create repeat business? Because yep. obviously that's uh, you know, that's that's sales you can get year after year. Re- so reoccurring revenue. Yep. That's a it's a big thing in the pest control industry. Yeah. Yeah. So so there are things we can do. You know, we thought about a lot of these and talked to a lot of pest control companies who have had some pretty creative ideas to do this. And um, so let's talk about a few of them. I'll, I'll start it off. You know, one, um, they kind of use tap to schedule a yearly status call to reinforce the warranty. Yep. Everybody knows we have a, a, a lifetime warranty on the product. And so what they'll do is say, we want to make sure you keep up to date with your warranty. And so they'll, they'll do a, a kind of a checkup every year, but they also use that at the same time to do a full inspection to identify possibly other things that may be going on. Um, and also fix, like if the homeowner had to go up there over the course of the year and they disturbed it or say a electrician was up there or HVAC person, just anybody who could have uh, walked through it and messed it up. Well, there's an opportunity to go ahead and fix that yep. and, and add to that room to keep everything working properly. Yeah, no, absolutely. That, that's a good idea. Yeah. So those are, you know, that's one thing that I've, that I've heard of and there's, um, you know, I think, uh, 
there's some other things you can do, right? Um, I've heard of some people creating a uh, kind of a fee-based inspection to kind of up the warranty to their, you know, so they're kind of covering, we have the warranty with the product, but they're upping it to kind of a gold standard or a diamond standard where if somebody pays a yearly fee, they get the inspection. And as well as if anything happens in the attic, say, say a, a squirrel comes in or something else, then that's part of the fee to keep that attic free of, of rodents or whatever. Yeah. So, so, so kind of like they, they have their own little insurance program, you know, covering any, you know, attic intruders or anything that may go wrong up there. It's kind of, kind of built into that, that, that subscription fee. Right. Yeah. And it keeps them, uh, I guess, wanting to, to get them to go in and look around and make sure everything's okay. And, and if they pay that yearly, which is your recurring revenue, yep. um, you know, it, it, keeps the attic safe and it's a good little program to use. I, I like that one a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what are some others you may have, have heard of? Yeah. So <clears throat> this one's kind of a little bit different, um, but it's, it's, it's a neat idea and one that I have seen work pretty well. Um, and not all companies offer, you know, packages, so to speak, you know, a lot of times you see, Oh, we've got our diamond or our platinum or our gold or our standard, you know, there are different levels of packages and they all kind of combine different types of pest control, you know, for that homeowner. But I have seen, you know, if you are offering those packages, you know, or different levels of service, you know, you can you can consider adding tap, you know, almost like in a four inch cap or a six inch cap included into some of those premium packages. Mm. Um, and so yeah, I've seen some companies be real successful with that. You know, they're, they're top of the line package. Guess what? Hey, you get a four or a six inch capping of tap. And they they build it into that program, and and it's been very successful for them. Yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, to be able to to do that, and I guess overall having the packages, if you have them, to add it on is good. If you don't have it, maybe consider offering a package. You know, a a gold, a platinum, a diamond, something like that. Yep, yep. I know a lot of guys love to play in. You know, their their their, mo- their most premium. You know, termite package or, or whatever they're you know treating towards. They like to put you know, attic capping in the attic as a great preventative, you know, pest measure for the, for the swarmers, you know? So. Right. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I've heard of some companies also doing, um, you know, we encourage always a good, better, best quoting system. So you want to yep. you know, kind of, all right, we're going to do our 38 and our 49 or an R60. Um, but I've heard of folks doing the, you know, Hey, we'll do an R38 this year because that fits your budget. Yeah, but we can come back and blow that up to an R forty nine next year. Oh yeah, see what you're saying. Yeah, that's a that's yeah. a good idea. And then and then maybe the third year up to an R sixty, so you're optimally covered. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, uh, we'll check to make sure everything is still good and and working the way it should each of those three years. So it may not be as recurring over the long haul, but at least for the next three years, it is. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a really good way to look at it. You know, what one other one that I've 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 seen just a few companies kind of kind of noodle on and, and it kind of plays into the question we get all the time. They're like, oh, does Tap Killer do anything for rodents? Mm-hmm. Well, if you've listened to the show, you know that answer is no. You know, we don't have any marketing or, or data that, you know, promotes or talks about rodents or anything. But so many people you know, want to be able to pair tap with a rodent, you know, program or issue. So some of them I have heard have, have kind of 
paved a new way and tried to combine, you know, almost, <clears throat> you know, a road deterrent or, or kind of a bait station program and reapplication with, you know, an attic restoration program with tap. And that's been interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, I think that's, that's probably one of the most obvious ones that you could do, right. With, yeah. you know, doing a deterrent every maybe three or six months, depending on what's there. And obviously if you're doing the, um, you know, you're doing the removal and everything and hopefully you're, you've, sealed up all the holes to get in but it is an insurance program for someone to say look you know we're we did everything we could but we could apply this and it's going to go one extra step and you know that's going to deter them from from wanting to be in there and to be able to reapp reapply that every three or six months is a it's a great way to you know keep the revenue going yeah no absolutely so they've some of them have done that and they've kind of segued into you know your first or second idea where you talked about having that fee-based inspection where they continue to go up and check um, so it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. There's a lot of different things in, in combinations you can package it and, and do with it. Yeah. And if, I mean, if anybody who's, who's, uh, listening to the podcast has something, send it out over to us, uh, podcast at tapinsulation.com. You know, it really only helps, uh, everybody, uh, in the industry. And we'd like to, um, hear what you might be doing. That might be a little bit different than what we, uh, than the five or so we just described, but, yeah. um, love to hear it. Love to hear it. Yeah. yeah I was going to say, you know, rising, rising tide floats all boats. And so we're out there to promote everything we can. That's, that's, that's optimally going to help you. So let's move into, um, we got two questions that came in. Um, first question, let's see, came from Phil in Chicago. We always get two questions. Why is it? We always get two. I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm thankful for the two. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Phil in Chicago says, he wants to know what is the best setting for the blowing machine when installing tap in an attic. And that is a good question, Phil. <clears throat> what are the best settings? Okay. Um, <clears throat> well, blowing into an attic, um, I think the first, you always want to open up your air uh, all the way. So it's at, it's full as well as the material gate. That's, that's your optimal. Yep. Right. Um, now it may not be, uh, conducive in an attic that might be smaller. Yep. So if that's the case, then what you're really going to want to do is maybe, maybe close that air down slightly. Cause if you're, if you're blowing that in a, in an attic and it's bouncing off the ceiling, so to speak, it's, you know, you're really not doing yourself any favors there. So yeah, need to you just can back your air down. Need to tone yeah. it down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And I would go down no more than one whole number. Um, I would maybe try half first and then back into a whole number, but I wouldn't go too much below that. You shouldn't have to, yeah. um, saying a Crendel machine that goes up to, I think seven is the highest. Um, so back it down to maybe a six and, you know, at the most, and, and that should, that should help you in there. But, um, you know, those machines, the way they're rated, it's wide open. Yeah. So you, you want to run it that way as much as you can. Um, that's where you're going to get the optimal performance. Now, if you're, if you're going, you know, into walls, now we've had some folks ask about walls. That's a whole different story. Yeah. <laughs> and that's usually not a, a setting that you can tell someone to set the equipment at. That is something it's different you, for, for each machine can be a lot different. Yeah. Yeah. And, and literally not even from like model of machine, but from every machine within a model yep. can be slightly different. And, and that needs to be calibrated um, on site. And, and that's a little bit different. I, I, I am able to do that. Um, and Stevens is able to do that as well. 
Um, but it does take a little bit more um, finessing, if you will. Yeah, a little so, more, a little more fine tuning. Yeah, so that's something. But yeah, stick, sticking to the attics, um, wide open, uh, but only back the air off. I wouldn't touch the material uh, settings on it, uh, yeah. just because the um, when you, once you start introducing two different adjustments, it gets confusing, and we don't want to do that. So I would just back the air. Yeah, no. There Good. you, there you go, Phil. Um, Next question we got is from Mr. Mark, Marky Mark up in New York. He said, how do I find the local machine repair facility to fix my equipment? Ooh, that, that's a good question, Mark. Um, <laughs> so when it comes to the vacuums, those have, you know, engines and motors on them. Um, Typically, you know, if they're if if you got them from us and work with us, you know, your local Briggs and Stratton diamond dealers are typically the best place. Um, you know, give me or Chris a call; we we can help you find them. But they do have a uh, you know a search map on their website. It'll it'll show you the closest ones to you. I do recommend making sure you go to one that has the the little diamond label beside it, just because they they are a little better. They're kind of a little bit more in tune. Um, and work with Briggs and Strat a little bit more closely, I would say. Um, as far as the blowing machines go, there are less less facilities and shops that do those. Um, you know, generally, the, as far as the maintenance and the small stuff, I, I like to encourage, it, if, if it works and you've got someone mechanically inclined, a lot of times you're able to fix it yourself. But if not, um, give, give Chris and I a call. We, we have a, a, a running list of shops that we keep kind of around the country that we've worked with that we have notes on and that different, those different things. Uh, and I know Crindle references some too, and obviously we have those in our list. So the best thing to do, I would say, uh, first is just to give, give us a call. Uh, we can point you in the right direction. Yeah. I think it's important to know that there's not, you know, I don't think you're going to be able to Google online insulation repair facility. Yeah, it's, no. just, it's just not that kind of thing. But it's, you know, a lot of times if you have, I even tell guys, if you know someone who's a small engine repair yeah. or, you know, has worked on similar pieces of equipment, then um, they should be able to help you out with it. I mean, there's nothing secret yeah. to any of these pieces of equipment. Um, yeah, they're, so, they're pretty simple. I, I do want to add, though, like I have some guys, they think, oh, all small arm shops can do it. I, I Don't ever just show up and kind of drop it off and say, hey, yeah, you can fix it. it, it it's because it is, like Chris is saying, kind of a specialty thing. You, you do want to have at least kind of a conversation or a phone call with them and say, hey, you know, let them know what you have. Um, you know, you never just want to kind of pull up and drop it off because I have seen things go south from there. Right. Right. So, yeah, that's a uh, that's a great question. Actually, there's a lot of different avenues to go. Um, but, yeah, we'll be happy to help you out, steer you in the right direction. Or, like I said, if you have somebody that you trust that is mechanically inclined, then um, we're always happy to tell them what's going on and how to troubleshoot that. And that's typically yeah. what we do with a lot of the repair facilities as well. Yeah. And, and if they need parts, you know, a lot of these facilities, if they can fix it, you know, they say, oh, I just don't have a clue to get the parts, you know, loop us in on that. Cause we, we can get them the parts very fast um, and, and get yeah. them, get them what they need. Right. Right. Excellent. Um, well, that was great. Phil, Mark, thanks for your question on that. Where you uh, got a gift pack already on its way out to you guys. And um, you know, any, anybody who's got questions out there, uh, please send them into us. You know, maybe we can do more than two next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
It's a podcast at tapinstallation.com. Send that in. We use your question. We'll give you, we'll send you out a tap gift pack. You get a shirt and hat and good stuff like that. Absolutely. The Look ever- at that. It rhymed. It rhymed. There you shirt, go. Shirt and a hat and things like that. You All have right. to start rapping, man, instead of telling jokes. <laughs> yeah. Wrong guy. Wrong guy for that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's move into the next part. We've got the famous herd in the field. And so this is, you know, classically turned into Chris's joke segment until we get some some more real stories. I think Chris and I, we've, we've put our stories on hold until we get some from the crowd. So, Chris, lay, lay, lay it on us. All right. I got a. I got one for you. Well, hopefully I can remember this properly. That's the problem I have <laughs> with these jokes. Um, well, Forrest, Forrest Gump died, mm. uh, unfortunately. Forrest passed away, um, and he was at the gates of heaven, and, and St. Peter's there. Mm-hmm. And um, he said, you know, and St. Peter goes, look, Forrest, the heaven's, heaven's really filling up here. And we have to uh, perform, we have to do a test. So you have to take a test in order to get it. Now, don't worry, Forrest, there's, it's not a big test. There's only three questions. So we're, I'll, I'll give you those three questions and you can think about it. You don't have to answer it right here. You can come back later tomorrow, whatever, um, and get your answers. So, so Forrest Gump said is okay. And St. Peter says the questions are number one, how many days of the week start with a T? He says, Forrest Gump says, okay. And he goes, the second question is, how many seconds are there in a year? He's okay. He said, then lastly, what is God's first name? So Forrest says, okay. And he, he leaves and, you know, he's pondering on it all night. He comes back the next day and he sees St. Peter. And he goes, say, Peter, I'm ready. I have the answers. So he says, okay. And he says, so number one. What two days out of the week? I'm, I'm sorry. See, I already messed it up. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, it doesn't take the joke away. But anyway, so he says, um, how many days of the week start with T? And he said, well, that's easy. Today and tomorrow. St. Peter goes, what? Well, it's not the answer I was looking for, but you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so he says, uh, okay, today and tomorrow. I'll accept that. Yeah. So then he says, um, okay, so your second question is, how many seconds in a year? He looks at it and goes, well, that one's an easy one. St. Peter says, okay. And he goes, there are 12. St. Peter goes, what? Well, Forrest, how do you come up with 12 seconds in a year? And he goes, well, there's January 2nd, February 2nd, March 2nd. And St. Peter goes, you know, you're right. Forrest is smart. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Forrest. You got that. Now, for the last question. What is God's first name? And he goes, well, that's the easiest one of all. He goes, it is. You know, St. Peter asked, it is, really? He said, yeah, it's right in the prayer. He goes, what do you, what do you mean? He goes, our Father, who art in heaven, Howard, be thy name. His name is Howard. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh man, Forrest! Forrest! Oh. oh, so Forrest gets into heaven, so he's over. <laughs> but nobody knew that. Howard, Howard is God's first name. <laughs> Good classic fun right there. <laughs> 
Uh, All right, I got plenty of them, folks. But I, you know, we really need some stories. So um, send us in some stories about the, you know, in the field, anything, maybe tips, maybe some different things that you've come across, things, serious things, things you did to find. Uh, one of the hot topics right now are termites and foam. Maybe you got some stuff about that. We're hearing oh, yeah. a lot about termites crawling through foam, and you can't find them. You got some stories on that. Love to hear them. Yeah, or uh, send us a picture. We'd we'd love to have. We love getting that stuff in too. If you see any 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 crazy photo evidence, uh, we love yeah. receiving those. Yeah, it's hard to show them on a podcast, but we like to see them. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> I use them during my presentations. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you got those uh, same email podcast at tapinsulation.com. we'll get you that gift pack over, and uh, that'll do it for this week. This but, show is now over. That's it. That's a wrap. Yeah, so that's going to do it for folks. Um, We'll see you next time. Until then, be well. All right, folks, you guys have a good one. And remember, keep those feet on the joist. Woohoo!